Hello, sweet sunshine, and thank you for joining me on The Missing Ingredient with Gwen. I'm your host, Gwen. I'm a certified functional medicine health and life coach, and I am super spicy about women prioritizing themselves so they feel healthy and happy and whole and ready to change the dang world. Because that's what happens when a woman feels amazing. It just is. So my goal with this show is to share simple actions even the busiest, multitasking badass babe can take to feel empowered in her life. So let's go. But actually, before we go, I just want to let you know that yes, I still am feeling like I'm underwater with this cold. It is hanging in here. So I apologize if I sound wonk or doos. I'm going to do my best because today's episode is on fire. I am going to share some gold with you that is going to get you in action and feeling awesome about where you're at and what you're doing. In today's episode, I want to talk about how we build motivation or how we create motivation or energy or whatever you want to call it. It's not something that we just have laying around. It's something that we create. We make it. And as a coach, I want to start here because this is important. <laughs> so as a coach, I, of course, encourage big, badass goals. These are spectacular to have, and I believe everyone could have them in any area of life. It's a positive thing to be working towards something. Humans thrive in those conditions of working towards something. And also I want to talk about them a bit because I think there's a bit of confusion around them. I certainly have been in a state of confusion with them as well. So when we have epic goals, there's this idea that if we don't reach them, we're failing to which we then attach a painful feeling or feelings to, and often beliefs about who we are because we didn't yet achieve the goal that we we were striving for. This in itself can stop us from even trying or giving up or, you know, we just throw in the towel, all because this is big. We're avoiding feeling something that we have created or that we have attached to the concept of failing. I think I could probably unpack that for an hour and maybe I'll circle back to this another day because it's pretty mind-blowing how we end up in this cycle. And honestly, if I'm being honest, it's where I live for most of my life. Being too afraid to do anything because of the feelings that I had attached to failure. They were bad and I believed I believed negative things about myself if I failed. And that was that hurt. So I just did nothing. <laughs> but big goals are things to reach for and to continue to reach for. Even if we don't get to them, when we want to, or when we expected to. Not reaching our big epic goals doesn't mean we are a failure. It simply means 
we failed to achieve them during some preconceived idea of when we would reach them. And that's fine. That doesn't mean that we ourselves are a failure. It doesn't impact our sense of worth because we are as worthy as everyone. Failure doesn't equal less self-worth. It means we're still learning and needing to challenge ourselves and try new things. We still need to do work. That's it. So some questions that we could ask in that season might just be a little bit of curiosity and exploration. What thoughts do we need to think that will get us to where we want to go? What actions need to change or be challenged? What are we believing to be true, but might not actually be the truth at all? How are we limiting ourselves? What do we need to learn? You know, just get curious about it. It's a, it's a process and an ever-changing one. It's not like you meet the one goal, the big badass goal, and then that's it. It's a moving target. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to touch on that sort of the big goals first because what I've noticed is that we can get stuck when things get tricky inside of those big goals, myself included. You should legit see me working through rebuilding my website right now. It is ridiculous how much mind drama I have got going on, but I'm learning a lot and I'll get it. I'll get there. What happens is we get stuck in overwhelm or procrastination or discouragement or uncertainty or paralysis or confusion all kinds of emotions or states of being. And this keeps us spinning out or feeling generally like a failure or like we have no control. So what even is the point, right? That's what our brain says. What's the point? It's not working. We didn't succeed, so F it. Then life goes on with the mental chatter about all the changes we want to make in our head but us not doing any of the things. And that actually creates more mental chatter that often tells us a story on loop so long that we start to believe it like like it's the only truth available to us. We start to create beliefs about who we are due to the ongoing mind drama chatter that's living inside of our head all the time. And this can be related to business or health or relationships or whatever, whatever your big goals are, whatever, whatever, just whatever. How many times am I going to say whatever? We want to feel better. We come up with something that we're pretty sure will help us feel whatever our better is. And then we get overwhelmed with everything. So we end up doing nothing. And inside of that doing nothing, We start to feel shite about ourselves. We start creating thoughts and stories and beliefs that tell us all kinds of garbage about who we are and what we can achieve and all kinds of hurtful things. It happens to everyone. So I wanted to talk about the very simple solution to get us out of this today. So we can all get on with getting after something and feeling good about ourselves, okay? Are you ready? 
Of course you are. You're amazing. Okay, so in order to break the cycle of this sort of paralysis, all we need to do is something. Okay, got it? Okay, good. Have a great week. I'm kidding. Let me unpack this a little, okay? I've talked about this before, I am sure. But so many of us somehow believe that if we aren't doing big, cool things, there's no point in doing anything at all. So we do nothing. I'm thinking about my one client who wanted to start exercising again, but wasn't. This was really bothering her because she normally loved exercise, but had just stopped prioritizing like she used to. And it was creating all kinds of beliefs about who she was. Like it was just a mess. And when we unpacked it together, she discovered that she was telling herself if she didn't have time to do what she used to do, there was no point in doing it at all. But her life had changed dramatically. When she was young, she was like an ultra marathon runner or something. Those big, crazy, giant running races. That was her jam. And now she has two kids and owns a hugely successful business. Like, she be busy. And she doesn't want to do those big, epic ultra marathon runs anymore. Like, that's just not where she's at. But she had this idea sort of embedded in her thoughts that if she wasn't training for something huge or epic, there was no point. When we don't examine the thoughts behind our actions or lack of actions, we cannot shift the feelings we've attached to them. For this client, it was freeing to find the thoughts because she didn't actually believe them. She wanted to just get out a few times a week, spend some time in nature and feel good in her body and have that, you know, mental space. It's so good. And although it felt laughable to her, we started with walking for 30 minutes after she dropped the kids off at school. Like that's where we started. And she was like, Gwen, are you serious? This, But here's the thing that she did. She started and continued with it. It was small and doable and didn't create any friction of impossibility in her mind. So she went out and she did it and it felt good. And now she often will go for a bit longer and she most often will run. All because she started doing something. She had that 30 minutes, but for other people, it might be 10. That's okay. When we want to eat better, we think we need to change everything. And if we don't, there's no point. But that's simply not true. You just need to find the thing you could start doing that wouldn't get you caught up in a bunch of mind drama that created feelings of self-loathing or anxiety or overwhelm or whatever. I have another client right now who's feeling like she wants to change literally everything about her life. She's been hustling so hard for so long. She's highly successful, but, you know, feeling burnt out and uh, lacking kind of balance. But we've been doing a lot of work on that and it's, we're figuring it out. She's figuring it out. 
But she has been feeling unable to make any changes. That's what brought her to me ultimately. She's just wanted to change everything, but felt like she couldn't change anything. And so together we came up with a challenge, seemingly actually unrelated to all the things she wanted to change. And lo and behold, when she started to succeed at her tiny challenge, she started to make more change in other areas of her life. She started to find balance. She started prioritizing herself. Oh, it's good stuff. This is because when our brain starts to see evidence that we can, in fact, do things, it starts to create new thoughts about who we are and what we can do. So, if you're currently feeling stuck in a place of sort of inaction or mehness, <laughs> one of the most powerful things you can do is create some kind of challenge for yourself. Something small, but positive. Something that's going to have a positive impact on you and your life and your health and well-being and everything. Not that this is exactly the thing you'd want to do, but this is the power of something like my six-week reboot. When we hear something like that, we often think it needs to be some epic thing that involves some crazy juicing cleanse and running every day and thinking that I'm going to push you into doing a whole bunch of crazy stuff. But no. That's not what it needs to be. It can be those things if that's what you're ready for, but it does not need to be. If you're feeling stuck or like you're not making progress in your desired areas, challenging yourself in small ways that make you feel healthier and more in control and confident will absolutely spill over into all areas of your life. When we take care of ourselves. We have so much more to give. So my offering for you to think about today is, well, I want, <laughs> I want to make it like a bunch of things, but I'll keep it to what area in your life would you benefit from creating a challenge for yourself? And how can you keep the challenge simple and doable, but impactful? And imagine for a minute how you will feel when you succeed. What energy would you create? How would that change your life? How would it change for you to feel more in control? For you to feel more empowered? For you to feel more confident and self-assured? These are all things that happen out of doing tiny actions like deciding to uh, stop drinking during the week or deciding to meditate daily or deciding to move your body in some capacity for 10 minutes a day. Like we wouldn't immediately think that those are actions that are going to impact how, how productive we are in business or how focused we are in whatever we're doing. But they absolutely do because when we feel more confident, when we feel more empowered, how we show up for the rest of our life is incredibly different. The energy that we bring into life when we are feeling ourselves good and whole and happy, it's just a total different energy than if we're run down and, and feeling stuck. Anyways, I'm fully ranting now, my sweet love. So... <laughs> 
Thank you, as always, for being here. I think you are spectacular. And if you found any value in today's episode, please share it in a review on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if that's not your jam, share it with your besties. It makes a huge difference to me and to the growth of this podcast, which I love making and sharing with you. So thank you ahead of time. And thank you for bearing with me as I record this with my never ending cold, it seems. (laughs) Okay. Bye.